to go through the show. And let's talk now. Uh, our next topic, Wellness Corner, motivation and your fitness journey. Have you ever started a fitness program and then quit? I'm sure everyone's going, yes. If you answered yes, you're not alone. So many people have started fitness programs and many land up quitting before reaching their goals when the results come too slowly for their liking. While many of us set New Year's resolutions as the great reset for our fitness journey, those fizzle out as quickly as we set them. According to the National Library of Medicine, only 8% of people actually achieve their New Year's goals globally. So our next guest helps us to unpack what it takes to stay motivated in our fitness journey as we navigate the tricky festive season and how to build a champion mindset to tackle our fitness goals in the long term. Naniki Malesa joins us, who is Head of Marketing at the Department of Sport, Arts and Culture. Naniki, thanks for joining us. Always great chatting to you. Hello, Asanda. How are you doing? I'm great on this happy Monday. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. Yeah, it is one of those where we start off again and say, whatever we did wrong, whatever we think we could have done better, we've got a new day to kickstart beautiful habits. Perfectly put. So we all know that starting the first big step in the fitness journey is, you know, not so easy. Why is that little focus placed on keeping motivated? Because we talk about starting and then we don't talk about keeping motivated. Yeah, I love the fact that you highlighted that only um, 8-10% of those with big goals ever realize them. And I think it's because, um, for a number of reasons. One, some people start the journey whilst responding to something external. Someone said you, something negative about them or their bridesmaids or they've got a particular goal. But at that point in time, they're thinking of a destination instead of a journey. Mm. So we don't quite realize that we need to change our lifestyle and integrate this into the way we are living now. Second to that is one of the key highlights that came out from our webinar last week Thursday, where we had a session with a panelist by the name of Dr. Andrew Johnson, a clinical psychologist, who said that people want to change or see change in their lives using the old methods of thinking and reasoning and behaving. And I'm going to say that again, Asanda. I think it's because we want to pursue new habits, mm. but we still start in living our lives motivated or starting old habits. Yeah. And, and you can't begin to see change in your life because change cannot happen for you. Change will happen because you are dedicated to wanting to see something different. And when you do that, that's when you need to rewire what habits are you then implanting on a daily basis for you to want to see that particular goal or realize the particular specific target that you are seeking. Um, mm. And then you'll begin to see yourself realizing your intentions because you yourself are changing. So talking rewiring, how do we rewire these New Year's resolutions culture and, and create something that's more sustainable? We need to start thinking of our health as a 365 lifestyle. We need to start thinking of ourselves as, as, as I am now in this journey and I'm going to integrate this into my life and I'm not going to do an overhaul overnight, but I'm going to do little steps. As I said earlier on, we need to stop thinking of it as a destination once I hit my 50 kg you know, weight loss, but rather think of it as a journey of living a particular way, mm. eating a particular way, doing certain things on a daily basis. I love what one of my fitness influencers always says, says, get up in the morning and recommit yourself to this journey. And in that way, it becomes part and parcel of you saying it's not just a month of November because I'm doing for December, but it's actually month after month 
for this particular year and for the rest of my life. Can we use visual aids to help us to stay motivated, things like vision boards and weekly uh, weekly uh, calendars? I'm big on the weekly calendars. Um, and I think, yes, absolutely we can. And, and, and having a workout plan and an eating plan absolutely helps because when you implement it week after week daily and daily, it almost allows you to have someone or something guiding you. I mean, that's why I choose to be active. We speak of having a weekly gig guide. You know, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, come join us for our virtual workouts. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays, go out and do a 30-kilometer walk or run with family or friends. So mm-hmm. you do need that, and you do need something that, that guides you. Um, and, that, and that has seemed uh, to be very helpful to quite a number of us. Let's talk vi- uh, virtual workouts and how they're helping. I mean, in this time of COVID, now they've become quite popular. How, how do they help us manage our time better and support our commitment to fitness? Well, let's take a typical mother who would normally be prone to needing babysitters, you know, um, or is worrying that, you know, mm. um, who do I leave my kids with whilst I go and exercise, yeah. you know? So people don't need to travel far and wide. You literally, <clears throat> I mean, what's the time now? It's 4.37 in the next one and a half hours in, at 6 o'clock. You literally switch on your Zoom. Um, you are at home, you're in your lounge. You push that sofa to the side and get on with it and have a personalized, you know, fitness instructor in your home, mm-hmm. you know, um, virtually guiding you through the exercises. Um, you don't have to pay for it. You know, yes, there's a, there's a matter of data, which is your only contribution, but you also don't have to get into a bus or a car, you know, as you were citing earlier on some of the challenges that we women are faced with in terms of safety. You are in your home mm-hmm. and can still be able to keep checking whether your child is still sleeping or okay. And even more importantly, you can bring them on board. We've seen some of, you know, the mothers come to these classes literally, you know, and exercising mm. with them or having them next to them and exercising with them with their partners, you know, some of them with their mothers, you know, their elderly mothers who are complaining about this angle or that angle, and they're just really allowing them to move a little bit more. So from that perspective, it's really that comfort. And, you know, um, Asanda, some people tend to think that when, you know, the regulations allow us now to start moving a bit more, people will see an influx of people going to the gym. You know, globally, we've seen the stats that highlight that this virtual activation is really growing because of the fact that people need the ability for something to work within their routine, you know, that they're not able to to amend because they've got their various commitments. Coupled with that, for those that aren't able to do it on a six o'clock morning because they have to rush to work, then there's also the fact that you can catch that particular um, virtual gym class again by going on to other platforms that have already recorded it and be able to exercise, you know, um, at your own time. And accountability partners, then, let's talk how they are come into this and how important they are. And who should an accountability partner be to be more effective? Well, it's, it's you asking people to check up on you and, and, and share your plans with certain people. I mean, um, I, 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 I always go back, and I mean, I think it's important when one shares, the, you know, these kind of things to, to go back to your journey. I mean, for the longest time, I had a treadmill in my house. You know, until, you know, someone heard about the fact that I had a treadmill, I said, switch on that thing. And every week I have to count to them and go back to them and say, to say have I been on the treadmill? You know, um, have, I, have I joined the virtual class? What proof do I have? And that's why we encourage a lot of the people that just say, switch on your videos so that we know that it was definitely you and you were definitely excited. Couple with that, of course, is because we know that a study says that, um, you'll have a 90% chance of executing your goals if you have a, a scheduled appointment with someone. That's where also our comes in. When you say to them, I'm going to do this with you, 
then you know that the chances of disappointing yourself are way much higher than actually the chance of disappointing someone with whom you've committed to. So mm. it's key to ask for help and not be an adult participant. And we've seen people that at times join um, running clubs or walking clubs, you know, become that much more fueled to be motivated and committed to that lifestyle than it is for you when you just want to go at it alone. Let's talk pressure now. How do we make sure that we don't put too much pressure on ourselves to get back to our fitness journey? I mean, in our introduction, we speak of creating a champion mindset. I don't know if that doesn't put pressure because when I think champion, I think somebody who wins all the time. So I'm not trying to train like a champion. I just want a flat tummy as a mom of two. So how do we how do we do what we need to do, but then don't put too much pressure on ourselves? Well, you know, um, the, the 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 champion mindset is really um, more about the fact that it's about. Uh, I like what you know, Mr. Muhammad Ali says. Champions aren't made in the gym. Uh, they're making something they have deep inside them—a desire, dream, a vision. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the word champion tends to make one think of, oh my goodness, now you're really at that level of competition. But it's really about changing your mindset to want to be driven by something internally, to want to move you to change, right? Mm-hmm. But now when we come back to you having an injury, you need to be cognizant of the fact that there are professional people who are qualified to engage you and make sure that you don't put much on your, 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 or you don't put too much pressure on yourself that, that you can cause more harm than necessary. And that's why um, we often say start smaller and slow. And we also have that disclaimer when we start at a short gym class to say, if you have an injury or you're not feeling okay, rather get intervention of a professional health than actually continue with the exercise. I think that's so important. But in our classes as well, we tend to have, you know, we've got the fitness instructor who's running the class. We also have one of our fitness influencers who's, who we often say, pin them so that you can follow how what they do because they tend to do what you say, this is for beginners or regression moves. So that if you're not able to do a particular step or a particular style of what the instructor is doing, follow this one because they're going to do it at a very basic and elementary level, allowing you, someone who's doubting yourself, to then follow whilst they're being able to move and participate in the class. Okay, so how do we reward ourselves then? When we are doing well, we are in motion, uh, in, in terms of keeping up with our targets, things like cheat days, are those something you would um, encourage or advise? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to stay away from the cheat days. Okay. I'd rather say, you know, do your bubble baths by your favorite shit. Tweet about it. You know, social validation and support is so key. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see it day after day. Um, as they say on Twitter, streets, bakery, bakery. you know, people mm-hmm. tell us and say, this is what I did today. That's that's the greatest affirmation and validation you can get and in, in rewarding yourself. Go out, lunch, share it with your friends, you know. Um, tell your accountability partner. Celebrate those small wins. One thing, um, I'm often wary of cheat days. And yes, you know, we've seen people write a lot about them, you know, um, is that, let them let them not become habits to mm. say, I know every Thursday I'm going to cheat because that in itself might lead you to then moving from Thursday to Friday to Saturday and Sunday. And then it becomes difficult to get up again. But it's so important to reward yourself, yes, and it comes in, in various forms. I mean, um, if you've got WhatsApp groups with, 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 with those that are um, adjourned and are literally motivated in the same way as you are or driven by the same goals, um, or, or particular um, mo- motivated, programmed way of wanting to live an improved lifestyle, then show them what you just did the morning, you know, or the afternoon, and let them know how you're progressing. And that is one way of actually feeling like you are rewarding yourself. 
All right. So please share your digital footprint with us then. Uh, social media handles? Absolutely. We are on, um, and I choose to be active, spelled letter I, word T-C-H-O-S-E, the number two, the letter B, active. And that's also the hashtag that if um, our listeners this morning listening to can be able to type it up and they can follow a lot of what we're doing. And of course, we've got the last activation of the month, the Iceland Assessment Bootcamp taking place out in Soweto mm-hmm. on the 4th of December, where we are again activating with the community in Soweto. Um, and uh, most of us who will not be able to access that can be able to log in virtually and be part of that particular bootcamp. But every day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so we out and about in our virtual workouts um, at 6 o'clock in the morning where we encourage South Africans to be physically active. And once again, thank you, Asanda, for this privilege. Oh, it's, it's always really, great chatting to you. Have a happy, happy, happy Monday. Thank you so much. Have a great one. Cheers, right. eh? Thanks. Bye. Bye. Naniki Malesa, Head of Marketing at the Department of Sport, Arts and Culture, talking motivation and your fitness journey. Let's listen to a voice note then on our poll question. Do you believe that political parties and hung councils can reach an agreement before the council deadline? That's been tomorrow. That's been put. Uh, All uh, 213 of the 257 municipalities will need to convene a full council meeting to elect an executive mayor and speaker.